visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International, and I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have just the classics, but first, join us for Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It is Wednesday, February 17th, and in the studio we have Shirley Lin. Hello. Stash Butler. Hello. And I am Natalie So. And it is the first day back to work after a long Chinese New Year's vacation. And we'll be telling you uh, what the best remedy is for overcoming those back-to-work blues are. Also, why most people in Taiwan are happy with their jobs. And how Taiwan is attracting more and more foreign talent and can play a very special role in highlighting racial differences in medical research. All those stories are coming right up. Okay, so I have a pretty positive story today. Um, you know, in the past, whenever I, I saw stories about how people feel about their work around this time of year, which is a popular time of year to switch jobs. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. Because a lot of people get their year-end bonus and say bye-bye. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of, in the past, we'd have a lot of surveys saying 85% of people want to switch jobs. Mm. But this year, it's different. Uh, this survey says sem over 70% of Taiwanese workers are happy with their jobs. Oh, that's wow. great. That is great. Good for them. Uh, so I'm happy. Are you guys happy yeah, with your job? Yeah, happy with my job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're happy and we're still here. So that right. means we're happy. Or as we would have gone by now, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, they generally feel satisfied with their jobs. Well, this was a government survey. Hmm, I wonder if that, uh, that's yeah. different. Well, you know, the other surveys are usually conducted by job search Banks. I see, yeah. So that uh -huh. makes sense, right? Those right. people would be wanting to change jobs. Right, yeah. The people yeah, exactly. on those sites, right? That makes, so uh, that the, makes yeah, sense. You think you're kind of self-selecting there yeah, a bit. Yeah, really. So um, only 3.7% were dissatisfied. So this was a survey conducted by the Ministry of Labor. Wow. That's, that, that's a lot of satisfaction. That's good to know. Because yeah. I used to think, how, how terrible. Everybody wants to change their job in Taiwan. I mean, that's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So well, I you guess, know what I think? Uh -huh. I think that maybe because we're doing so well containing COVID, mm. it puts everybody in a positive mood Maybe. Yeah, maybe it was like, so. at least I still have my job. You know, <laughs> at least I can go out right, to so my much more office, grateful. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I have a lot of friends back in the UK who are you know, off work or being furloughed. So they're just sort of sitting around That's not doing true. very much. Sad. So I think that, yeah. you know, probably it makes, it gives you a new kind of perspective when you see that in Taiwan and you're like, oh, well, at least I'm out and about and I'm making money right? and I'm, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Makes, it makes you appreciate it more, I think. That's yes. right. Yes. So there's, there's a positive feeling here mm -hmm. um, in Taiwan about people's jobs and also that they do the survey every year. I didn't notice it before, so but it's been up 1% in terms okay. of people are happier. 1% are happier 1%. than last year. <laughs> so you know what um, the number one aspect of work that people are most satisfied with? Can you guys guess? The number one guess. aspect of work um, uh, oh I don't know oh is it like it's is not, it something it's kind not of not 
It's it, not the pay. No, is it? Not is it? Pay. Is it kind of like year-end parties or something, or like no. like kind of like? It's something I wouldn't cake. have thought about. What is it? Benefits? It's no. gender equality. Oh, oh. okay. Well, that's kind of a wider issue, I guess. Right. Um, I mean, that's nice to know, right? Yeah. So it's ninety-seven point eight percent. We're satisfied right. with that. So is that? So, I mean, because that's the kind of that's kind of, I suppose it's kind of obviously you can be satisfied with that on an individual level, but that's more of a kind of like. That's what I'm thinking about the workforce as a whole, right? Not about my own job. Well, uh-huh. I think for women, right? No, sure, it, it pertains yeah, yeah. to us, Mm-mm-mm. right? Oh, uh, and for so. men, they would mm-hmm. think, well, I guess there's no, we're not discriminating against mm. our female colleagues. So uh-huh. yeah. So I think that I think that Taiwanese women are very well educated, mm. and they seem to have a lot of ambitions for their career, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like they're any different than men. Um, right. Except yeah. that sometimes people, women may want to stay home, take care of the kids sometimes, mm. right? Part of the time or whatever. Yeah. But I, I feel like um, there's not a whole lot of stereotypes. No, no. I mean, particularly now when you have so many kind of powerful women in, in kind of yeah, Taiwanese politics say, and, yes. and diplomacy and so on, I think. There's that, a high percentage of women in high positions here in Taiwan. That's true. Yeah. Like in um, the legislature. In the government too. Right. Mm-hmm. And our president is female. And, yeah. And in companies as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a lot of high profile women who are very successful. And, you know, I know a lot of couples where it's usually both people who work. Mm. I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with staying at home. That's great too. But mm. it's not like it's expected that the woman give up her job. No. So only I think really rich people say, don't, don't work. You don't need to work. Uh, you know, <laughs> Take care of the off. kids. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, um, also, oh, this is another one. An interesting one. Um, number two. Can you guys guess? Number two. In terms uh, of high satisfaction. High satisfaction. Uh, <laughs> Shirley, you go. A wild guess. A wild mm. guess is um, hmm. Ooh, <laughs> is it satis- bonuses? I don't know. Bonuses. What are you guys uh, satisfied with? Put it that way. What's well, a high on I your I don't list? know. I feel like it's. I mean, because uh, well, I feel like I'm in a different kind of work. Exactly. I feel like uh, yeah. to the real workforce. We're not. Are we really? So we are. We're in a real job. <laughs> yes, we are. But it's okay, a little different. It feels. I don't feel like it's the same. Um, I would. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really describe myself as like an office worker. But I suppose no, you're right. like. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you like the people you're working with? I was just Is that, that's a leading question. <laughs> well, if you say no, we can say goodbye. No, yeah. Like, so is that, is that number two then? Is it, is it, your, is it the colleague? Relationships? It was good oh. working relationships with oh, colleagues. Okay. Wow. That's right. kind of nice I mean, to think know. It's funny though, because in my, in my um, uh, when I was learning Chinese, in our, in our textbook, it was talking about how young, uh, young Taiwanese people want to um, set up their businesses and part of the reason is they don't want to an- they want to have to answer to their bosses <laughs> and oh, things like oh, that oh, that's okay, true the bosses well that's different, that's different so okay right, and right, 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 yeah. right so they yeah. see so maybe they, their relationship with the boss isn't so isn't, isn't so great but mm. they've got good colleagues oh, right very high 96% wow, wow. 96% yeah okay so god right. that's nice to know people getting along in the workplace getting along. definitely it's sometimes not easy no <laughs> it's not you quite know? as workplace politics like, yeah when you've got oh. different personalities you know sitting next to you or something that's like that that's true but, um, well that's good well I'm glad to hear that that <laughs> yeah. means um, Very you know, people are learning to work through differences mm. yeah growth Okay. I think that's great. Yeah. Now, the major sources of job dissatisfaction, I guess you guys could guess. The pay. The pay is not 75% followed is by like workload. Workload, yeah. yeah. 57%. So, uh, and about, you know, over time, people worked an average of 15 hours of overtime a month. 15? Mm. That's quite a lot. Yeah. Do they get paid? 
Uh, we Some people do yeah. get paid for Some, overtime, not, not everybody. All. Yes, not and everybody. And the highest um, percentage of overtime was in the broadcasting, publishing, audio, video production industry, information industry, communication industry. That's us. <laughs> That's us. Oh, but I think we're not too bad. No, in our work hours. Pretty flexible with our work hours, right? You can't complain. Right. Second yeah. place was the science and tech sectors. Mm. Um, and most people are getting paid for the overtime, 88%. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty good. This was conducted in May, okay, and uh, only seven percent were affected by COVID, okay. such as right, layoffs okay. yeah. or complete closures, pay cuts, and the like. Yeah, and eighteen um, percent said they have plans to pursue further studies or learn other skills because of the pandemic. Oh. Okay, so starting to you know think about how to deal with crises, right? Mm, mm, right. So anyways. People can take, you know, classes online now. Yeah, exactly. Get a degree that way. And so it makes it all convenient. It's all online. Yeah. So people are pretty happy here. That's nice to know. Well, Stash, tell us, um, right along these lines, more people are coming from abroad to Taiwan to work. Tell yeah, about this. so that's right. I mean, I, I suppose everyone's coming back to work now, but there's also a lot of uh, new kind of newcomers to Taiwan essentially coming to Taiwan for the first time and starting work after this holiday. And that's because more and more foreigners are coming to Taiwan to work. And that's partly due to, I think, government policies, um, but also Taiwan just becoming a more attractive place uh, in a number of ways for foreigners to come and stay. And that's particularly because of its strong, more well, strength in like the tech industry, I guess. Um, so you get a lot of tech entrepreneurs coming um, to be nearer to, you know, the center of the microchip industry, I guess, across mm-hmm. um, across the world. Um, so, yeah, there was reports that basically last year, uh, an 8,000 more people uh, had, had obtained Taiwan residency permits um, than the year before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, entrepreneur residency permits were up 800 sorry 820 up from about 350 from the previous year so people are actually kind of coming in at a serious kind of pace wow well i hope we get more people yeah what i heard was i thought was interesting is that a lot of people are moving out of um silicon valley Mm. because it's so expensive there and they're moving to like austin and miami and Mm. chicago and yeah especially because of i think you know as we've seen like lots of companies are are moving are doing work remotely right Right. yeah Mm -hmm. and people are realizing why are we living in the most expensive city in the world exactly when you're in san francisco and stuff and you're paying you know you can get a a big house for the same part uh money for a small apartment in san francisco right in texas or something yeah and well taiwan is a great place to work too i mean if people would like to come there's a lot of uh tech uh, entrepreneurs here yep and i know that the government welcomes you know highly skilled workers and so it's it's a very friendly place for foreigners i mean it's the number one expat um favorite for many years you know in, in surveys people love it here i want to know why stash came here i was just gonna uh-huh. say you're the best person well, right, right here I, uh, why are you here well i actually <laughs> i came here on the recommendation of a friend so you know i heard who lives he here? Was here uh who was here doing um, was here? studying studying chinese um for over a summer and then when i finished university uh she was like go to taiwan do do mandarin there it's a great place um so you're looking for a place to learn chinese i was i was looking for a place to learn chinese and and she recommended it and i applied for a government scholarship and then i ended up here you know i think we're doing a good job um 
you know, training or, or teaching Stash Chinese because he's only been here for a little over a year and now he's already fluent. And, that, and, that, and the thing was that before you came, you mm. didn't know a word of Chinese, Are right? Are you serious? No. Not I, a no. word. I mean, wow. maybe a word. Maybe like, I can maybe you usually say ni hao or something, probably with very <laughs> bad tones. amazing. And he won the Mandarin speaking <laughs> contest for foreigners. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, to be fair to, I don't know, I, I think that the speaking contest was definitely cool, but it's, it was prepared speaking, so it was definitely involved a lot of kind of memorization and performing. Oh, it was really excellent. I don't but, know if I can do that speech that you just. I know, did. Oh, really. I a lot of hard words like Syria <laughs> and refugees. Yeah, and, uh, it was it was tricky to remember, but um, but no. So yes, yeah, so, right. so Taiwan Taiwan brought me. See, uh, I've been we're doing I've a good hooked. job, right? Uh, and you stayed right after the year. Yeah, I mean, why I, did you want to stay? I mean, even before the pandemic, I wanted to stay. I think I think I I was having such a great time here, and Taipei is such a livable city i think you know it's it's so uh you know the transport's amazing food is great i love being able to eat out i love being able to sit on the street and eat i think is what this is one thing <laughs> I, I think one thing i i don't like about living in a cold country in like the uk uh-huh. is that we don't have i mean you go even in south southern europe you know out at night time there are people on the streets kind of sitting and having fun and socializing but you just can't really do that in the uk unless it's maybe july and oh. even then not all the time uh-huh. um so i love just the the atmosphere <laughs> that you get at, at particularly at night casual time too right yeah it's great. very uh dynamic uh, vibrant yeah at night. yeah and then the landscape is beautiful as well so if you just mm. travel like half an hour outside of taipei you're just immediately in beautiful hills so wow. right yeah Wow. And did you always want to do broadcasting? Um, I mean, it's definitely been one of my interests for a while. Uh, but I guess I kind of just fell into it, really, mm-hmm. I think. Well, your parents are BBC yeah. presenters, are they? Uh, yeah. I mean, my, my dad's right. still a presenter. My, my mother uh, is now a kind of producer. But yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I forgot that part It runs you. in your blood, <laughs> right? Yeah. I bet you're doing this ever since you're five years old. It's the family line. <laughs> right, I right, know. Hosting I, your own home radio I, bit or something. <laughs> Uh, I, my dad actually there are like, there is quite a funny interview with me maybe I'll have to play it for, for our listeners at some point an uh, uh, interview that my dad took with me when I was about uh, four or five years old oh. asking me about my day oh. uh, I did it to, to my kids too did you? I did one when he was like two or three my oldest yeah. son and I played it for him he was like Who's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't recognize your voice. I think it's great because I think, you know, video, home videos and stuff of your kids uh, are like obviously great as well. But then like somehow I think audio is just sort of brings it really it's back, really doesn't it? It's really close, very yeah. intimate. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, a little yeah. bit of imagination in there, right? Yeah, I think fun. so. I don't know. So I, I, anyway, I like that too. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing. You know, interview your kids if you're listening to this and, you, and you've got them. <laughs> really? They'll appreciate it. And speaking of interviewing and, and, and broadcasting, uh, there's also been an uh, increase in the number of overseas journalists in Taiwan. Oh, right. That's right, because China is cracking down on them, isn't yeah, that right? Yeah, that's right. It's not so, that's, so friendly, right? So that's part of the reason, is it? It's mm-hmm. that, I mean, China's been kicking out a lot of foreign journalists recently. And even when they were there, I imagine it wasn't that easy to function. So how right. do they report on China from here? I think we'll have to do a show about that. Yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. really that interesting. Be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they've, they've, that number has increased from... 90 uh, and 51 outlets to 124 and 71 media outlets in Taiwan, officially speaking, according to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Um, So, yeah, everyone's coming to Taiwan. You guys should get over here as well. <laughs> you should. We Even welcome you. So be like Stash, right? You might find a fun job here as well.
Okay, so Taiwan has a lot of things going for it, and uh, this particular scholar is saying that actually we can help in the field of medicine in terms of helping people understand the differences that different races have in their medical needs. Okay. Because a lot of medical research is based in the U.S., mm. you know, or the U.K., it's based on white people. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Um, in terms of breast cancer, a lot of Asians will get it in their 40s, right. whereas people you know, in the U.S. get it after they're 50. Mm. So they don't start screening till after 50. So, but in Taiwan, usually after 60, actually. Oh, really, right. Yeah, mm. but in, okay. in Asia, it's 40s. Wow. So here we get screened and you know, we get Early this on, on our health cards, like starting 40 years old. Right, You get free. this free. Like, mm. And they remind you every two years, you better go you know, and, mm-hmm. and get it. So, um, so this, there's a particular doctor whose name is David Chung. He's actually from Taiwan, but he emigrated to the U.S. And he's now associate professor of surgery um, at a hospital in the U.S. And he came back here at Harvard, actually. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Massachusetts, yeah, at Harvard med- Medical School. So he came back here and to speak at a forum. And he said, you know, Taiwan is really important in this regard mm. because um, U.S. hospitals have overlooked this. So for not just Asians, also for other people um, of you know, like say um, Latinas and and others, they have different um, demographics in terms of diseases. Yeah. So that this is very important for people to know. And so he is, you know, collaborating with uh, National Taiwan University and they're trying to develop some precision medicine unique to Asians. So um, what do you guys think of this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's super interesting, I guess. Yeah, I'd have to, you'd have to hear more about. I, I have heard about the kind of ways that different diseases affect different people, uh, right. people from different backgrounds. I think that's that. Yeah, um, we've um, kind of overlooked that, but it definitely does make a difference, doesn't mm. it? So I think that's very important to see that there are differences depending mm. on what race of people you are, and you can't just be too biased about. Yeah, I think know, there's also like that. there's also like a gender dynamic. I think I think a lot of like data in science and so on is based on on men as well and i think that actually less people, so on women yeah say. and mm. i think that people are kind of slowly realizing that not everything yeah is kind of works for both that's um, true yeah wow. also hispanics have the same problem i mm. mean they have they have breast cancer in their 40s so, oh, really? so oh, okay. in mexico i think they also start screening in their 40s mm. so i mean particularly now i mean you know obviously this is highly relevant to you know COVID-19 I mean because people are are reporting I mean there's a number of reasons why this might be and they might not purely be physiological there's obviously kind of like social aspects to it as well but that in the US uh, uh, I mean in the UK as well and I think anywhere where you get people from lots of different backgrounds people are seeing that it's generally speaking it's the minorities that are um, ethnic minorities that are suffering the worst from COVID-19 I mean Mm. I don't know yeah, I mean, I think this is this is a particular problem in the U.S. and the U.K. I think, um, so I think it's you know super relevant to do that kind of research and, and see what what's behind that. Mm. Right. I, well, I think people who have less resources. Right, yeah, tend I mean, to that's, suffer yeah. more, right? I mean, that's it. I mean, but that's I think even when they've reason. when they've tried to kind of control for sort of wealth and and, mm. and weight and so on and, and what other whatever kind of other factors there might be, I think there is still sometimes a kind of a leftover effect. Um, 
that suggests there might be something to do with ethnic background, but it's still obviously very difficult to kind of figure out for sure. Mm. So, you know, I'm glad that this doctor has highlighted that and mm. says that Taiwan actually, because it has excellent health care, mm-hmm. um, especially um, it's also very good in technology. So it is a great place to do research, you know, on Asians. Mm. Mm-hmm. Asians also have this gene, Taiwanese, number one. And if you're red when you drink, you should not be drinking. Oh, turn because, red, yeah. yeah right. if you turn red, because it really does leave the Asian flush. Mm. It's actually detrimental to your health. So it's not just, you know, something that doesn't look too great. But, yeah. Um, so there are a lot of things that actually are particular to Asians. Mm-hmm. Right? I, know, I know, I mean, I know that I've, I read about, there's a, a particular gene that I think Korean people a lot of Koreans have, um, and I think Taiwanese do sometimes as well, which is a gene that means that you don't really get body odor. Oh, um, that's, I, you <laughs> know that's what? I think that it is true yeah. that Asians have a little bit less of I this. I think so. I mean, the, uh-huh. the, I think the one way I, I think this might, I think I can justify this is that it's really hard to buy deodorant in Taiwan, or at least it's so much more expensive here than I think it is in like the UK. And I think it might just be because people use it less. I don't uh-huh. know. And I, don't, I think they're, they're probably I think that justified. not everybody has bought yeah. it. Here. Yeah, I think, I right. think that probably is true. That's uh-huh. a good thing. Yeah, good for right. them. Good for well, them. it's become a habit for me since living in the States. So now I always use whether deodorant. Whether you need it or not, I need right? it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and surely you have some a special like uh, thing way to overcome, you know, back-to-work blues. Can you yeah. tell us about this? Even though today is only the first day back-to-work for most Taiwanese people, um, you know, after the Chinese New Year holidays, but there's a doctor, or actually a professor, from the Institute of Food Science and Technology of National Taiwan University saying that ginseng, is the best remedy is one of the best remedies for um, your you know overcoming your uh, back to work blues oh. because it actually increases dopamine right really and it, I didn't it gives know that. you energy you know and positive thinking and Ooh. just a positiveness so that you don't get into depression because a lot of people say that they gain weight from after the Chinese New Year's because they eat so much yeah. you know That's with true. The, and they feel terrible. Dinner. Yeah, you and, feel like oh no, now I gotta then, work out. Right, and the thing is that um, you know you should really start making like maybe ginseng chicken soup before uh-huh. you go back to work. Okay, so that you get your energy back. Right, you know, get out that vibe. Build thing. it up. Right, and also it helps with. I mean, it helps with a lot of things. It builds up your immune system, Ooh. and um, and then your concentration because it's increasing the dopamine in your brain. So it creates this good cell, brain mm, cells mm, 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 mm. that you know gives you all the good things and then lowers fatigue and um and gets rid of a depression gets rid of know. depression well it, it helps you avoid being getting depressed right. from going back to work you oh, know oh, kind of, the blues, the blues right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and also it's an antioxidant so you know there's all the good things about that are there any suggestions great. about how how best to enjoy your your ginseng you know how, how do oh, you uh you just reminded me mm. you know i can believe it when i was in elementary school I don't maybe in junior high. I don't remember. Before I go off to work, uh, to school, to school, my dad would pop a piece of this ginseng in my mouth, and and sends me off to school. And so you got wow. great grades. And then you, and you spat it straight out as soon as you got out the door. I don't honestly. I don't have proof of saying that that's this ginseng. That you know, I, I wasn't an A student. I was not. Okay, I was not. But um. I, they, but my parents believe this thing. Wow! You know they keep oh, you awake. Oh, I should have done this for my kids. You know? <laughs> wow. I'm, not sure. Now. I'm not sure if every kid would love the taste of it because it's try kind this. of bitter. It says you know? it improves memory, behavior, and mood. I would like to see that in my kids. <laughs> 
I like to see that listening. myself. You no, I'm have, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you better taste yourself first before you stuff oh, it in it your kids' bitter. mouth. You know, it is bitter. And mm. it's hard. And so you we just need kind to of like find a good way to just hold it in it. your mouth. Just hold you it. Just kind of yeah. Just it it it. it I don't know. You're just supposed to just suck on it. Kind okay. Of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can chew on I it, but it's kind of hard. I think I might try out but, uh, I don't think I my kids will eat that. it though. But anyway, the so that's one thing. Won't eat it. <laughs> ginseng. That's the way, so, guys. So ginseng. Hey, that's a, a secret recipe, right? From Good Australia, for you. all the way from Asia. The top tip. <laughs> As we begin the year of the ox, right? Mm. Hardworking Happy animal. Year of the ox. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> People say like I work. I'm working as hard as an ox. I've mm. heard that from my husband. Oh yeah. Yeah. He works I, very I, hard. I, was he born in the year of the ox? No. Oh no. okay. He just Any uses us? that. You know. What, what are we? What are you guys, uh, by the way? Tiger. Tiger. Uh, it's, a, it's a secret. Oh okay. Why? Mine. I'm Why? a. I'm a. I'm a rat. You're a rat. Oh, I'm a same, rat. Same as my dad. Okay. Oh, there you go. All right. You're a rat. I'm a rat. In so many ways. Tiger. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into Here in Taiwan, and do stay tuned for just the classics for Here in Taiwan. I'm Natalie So. I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm Stash Butler. We'll see ya. Welcome to another edition of Just the Classics. I am Paula Chow, your program host. Today is February 17. The week-long Lunar New Year holiday is over. And Wednesday is the first day back to work. In Taiwan, spring is a beautiful season. It's the best time to travel, to enjoy outdoor activities. The weather is neither too cold nor too hot. Today, we have some great music for you, and all pieces are related to spring. Let's begin with one of my favorite pieces called Yangming Chunxiao, or Spring in Yangming Shan or Yangming Mountain. The piece was composed by Dong Rongsen in 1965 about the beautiful scenery there.
That was Yangming Chunxiao, or Spring in Yangmingshan, or Yangming Mountain. Next up, I'm going to play a Taiwanese song called Hebian Chunmong, A Spring Dream at the Riverside. The music and the lyrics were written by Zhou Tianwang in 1934, when Taiwan was under Japanese colonial rule. Here is the song by Sarah Chen, a Taiwanese pop singer who was active during the 80s and 90s.
You're listening to Just the Classics on Radio Taiwan International. I am Paula Chow, the program host. When Taiwan was under Japanese colonial rule from 1895 to 1945, there was a popular folk song called Wang Chunfeng, or Looking Forward to the Spring Wind. The piece was composed by Deng Yuxian and written by Li Lingqiu. I chose this piece particularly because it is the most popular Taiwanese folk song of all time. And the song is brought to you by Qi Qing. Don't 
Now let's listen to another piece called The Spring Festival.
to end today's program, let's listen to a duet called "Bai Fang Chun Tian" or "Visiting Spring" by Da Xiao Bai He. The duo were active from the early 1980s to the mid 1990s. They have released 18 albums since the first one was released in 1985. That's all we have for this week's edition of Just the Classics for Radio Taiwan International. I'm Paula Chow. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kilohertz. In South Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw. 